Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You currently locked in to the porch podcast. It's your boy, B. Jones, a.k.a. Bolo, and you know when I'm pulling up to the porch. I can't pull up without my dog. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Big Smitty, a.k.a. D-Nice, and you heard what Bolo just said. This is the porch. Welcome. What's going on, brother? How you doing, man? We, we back at it again. Woo! Back at it again. Bless Holly Favor. You know we can't come on the show unless we say, thank you, God. We ten toes. Hey, Amen. all praise to the most high. How you doing, brother? Come on, man. God is good, Annie. We back on the porch. We got another special guest. We got a star. I- I'm excited for this one, but I ain't gonna lie to you, hey. man. I'm excited, bro. Hey, <laughs> you just gotta yeah. listen. You gotta yes, listen. Sir. Yes, you gotta sir. listen. So for all our listeners, man, on, on Caffeine, first of all, welcome. Be sure to share the stream to your group chats, to your friends, your cousin and them. You your want everybody to tune mama. in. Yes, 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 man. So, first of all, before we introduce our guest, I see you got the Bears hat on, man. Real quick, a quick pivot. NFL draft is coming up. Yes. You guys right now got the, the what, what the number one pick in the draft right now. We sitting at we sitting at the table just waiting for a move to happen. We what y'all gonna do table. with it, Bolo? What y'all gonna you know do? What? The crazy thing about it is, I don't know, and I think <laughs> the city does not know. But at the same time, I'm confident that whatever happens, it'll be the right decision. If we go with the first round, as long as we don't pick a quarterback. We'll right. be good. Or we'll take, you know, obviously future first round picks or whatever comes with trading the first pick. But either way it goes, we'll be walking away with something positive. So, hey, I'm, I'm hopeful oh for God. Justin Justin Fields year three. That's it. Well, listen, bro, you know my Indianapolis Colts, we we in desperate need of a quarterback. We got the fourth pick right now. So I wouldn't mind doing a little business with Chicago to just ensure we get the quarterback that we want. But that's a separate conversation for a later date. Like I said, we got a special guest right now. I'm not going to keep her waiting. She's an actress, a writer, a producer, a dancer, a host, a model, a business owner. She got her own accessory line brand called I Am. And she's an overall hustler, y'all. The one Talk and only him. Paris Nicole. Welcome to the board. Thank you. <laughs> Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from pro and college basketball to UFC slash MMA and much, much more. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. With live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable, Bet Online is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Head on over to our website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V, BELIEVE, to receive your rewards. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. Now back to the porch. How you doing? I'm good. I feel so good. I feel like vibrations have been so highly mm. yesterday i was just telling my sister i've been having this weird gut feeling like butterflies of like i don't know what it's about yeah but my heart is saying you know something good is coming and i feel like everyone around me is doing well too so it's like just when you're around that high energy vibration that booking energy yeah. you know it feels good that's what i want right right now as we speak i Man. love it and you can feel the energy 
You know what I mean? Right now, you could just feel we we riding the same frequency right now. And I hope the listeners are, are riding the same frequency right now, too. So they in for a good one. Nah, definitely, man. Like I said, we appreciate you for bring, bringing that good energy to us. It's crazy, Bolo. When, when other people bring good energy, like you just said, it literally kind of changes how you feel instantly. Elevates. Like, I'm yeah. over here. I'm over here smiling. And I'm just I'm just happy now. Good, I'm like, dang, you know, Paris happy. We happy. You know, you we know all just I mean? happy. So, yeah. Definitely going to be a great show. And you know how we start off every episode, Bolo, with our Porch News. So before we dive into all things Paris, we got to dive into the Porch News. So, Bolo, man, get us started. What do we got in the news? Okay, so Porch family, get into this. So obviously, Easter is coming up soon, right? So a self-proclaimed Jesus Christ of Kenya claims his life is in danger after some of the residents said he must be crucified during uh, during Easter the same way Jesus was crucified. So the residents believe that he will resurrect on the third day, but obviously he's not confident in that. So uh, as a result, he decided to report it to the police. So this story is crazy. So somebody's acting like they Jesus. The people in the town want to resurrect this, this human being. He calls the police. Porsche family, what do we think about that? Like, what's what's your thought on that? Let, let me dive. Are you, let me dive here real quick. This is crazy, Perry. This is crazy. So first of all, this and I've seen the picture. For those of you, if you haven't seen this, please look it up. You know, it's it's, it's a, like the older, like you know, black man. And again, these people literally believe him. Like he he got right. the folks around there thinking that he's <laughs> the black, like the black Jesus. And it's everything. Just know that if you tell, yes. if you make people believe you, Jesus, they really can't believe it. That's Facts. Bad. That's facts. Fact. He he got them believing Paris. So, but now it's it's starting to kind of take a take a turn for the nigga because they like, well, you Jesus, Easter's on the way. We we about to resurrect. You gonna resurrect on the third we're day? We gonna throw you on the cross. Hey, so now, so now you like now you like. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I was just playing. Yeah, like there was jokes. I was fooling y'all. <laughs> exactly. You know exactly. what I mean. I don't I don't know what somebody gonna ha- have to do to prove to me like you'll probably have to walk on some water or something to yeah. get me to a point where I actually believe in that like I don't know. like there's magicians who know how to do tricks you know what I'm saying I don't even know what I believe if I, what I see that's a that's fact true you, you you know I live out I live out in L A we know the rent out here is crazy high if you could pay my rent I might believe it <laughs> pay my bills Paris <laughs> no that's a fact that's a fact. Now you really, hey, now you really cook it with something now. Yeah, that's so, funny. <laughs> but yeah, that, that was a crazy one. But I saw that, so we got to bring that to the porch. Uh, but what we, we got next to porch news? Okay, all right. For my people that's hungry right now, right? So a study came out recently ranking the healthiest fast food, fast food burgers, right? So check this out: In and Out was ranked second, only behind Whataburger. Coming in mm-hmm. three was checkers or rallies however you want to call it and then number four was culver's and then number five was del taco right so this is talk we're talking about the healthiest fast food now gotta ask y'all i guess did they get this right with the healthiest fast food any is it i guess is is it a such thing as healthy fast food and like what are those types of chains paris i want you to jump in first so like first of all i was a little shocked again i'm not from la but been out here for about five about five years now when i saw in and out being so high i was like I was kind of shocked. You know, you go there and, and you get an animal style with the, like, things kind of get pretty messy. So I didn't really expect it out to be so high. What, what's your take on that, though, Perry? What was number one on the list? Number one was, hold on, uh, Whataburger. Whataburger, yeah. 
you know, there's no Whataburgers out here. I think that's down south, like Texas. Yeah, there. Yeah, I've I've had a few in Texas before, and they're like their meat is like thinner, but it's like more oniony. Like they have like onions on the burger, like that's kind of like what their burgers. And they have like the nice, like crispy bun. I think Mm. they're known for like their their hot warm bun, and then like the onions in the in the meat. Interesting, but. Uh, Paris, like I don't know, y'all. I think I think In and Out. I think In and Out maybe. No, nah, I take that back, bro. That animal style, may, maybe a plain In and Out burger, just regular. Maybe it's it's healthy ish. But In and Out is overrated. Oh, agree. I I agree with that. Um, I don't. I'm. I stopped eating In and Out a long time ago, but um, I also don't eat meat no more. So. Yeah, there's no healthy though. Healthiest thing you could do is probably find like one of those like mom and pop or like salad or wrap shops. Mm, make yep. your own salad or make your own, you know, you see. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I just saw a nasty video today about oh. what they inject in all the meat. Oh, oh is. Oh. You got me feeling bad now. I feel terrible. Well, the last time I had some meat meat was December 2021. Oh, good for you. But I eat seafood. Okay. Okay. Catfish, salmon, okay. Shrimp. Shrimp. Uh Like, I'm on a journey, right? But the more you learn, the more you get disgusted. It's like you can't unlearn some things. So you're like, dang, I get this with that. I'm like, I can't go back to eating that. That's, That's real. And you, you know, I read, I read something. Um, it was, it was trippy. And I'm saying this because I still eat meat. Like uh, I'll read some and then like sit on it for like a day. Like I'm not eating no fast food and then go get some Popeye's later. Right. So I'm still working on it. But I did read something. It's like when they slaughter the animals that are like under stress or like have some type of like, you know, bad energy. Like once you eat that, that energy transfers. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Once you consume that animal that maybe had, you know, depressed or whatever it is you do consume that energy so i did learn that and that that would be probably one of the biggest reasons that would probably turn me away from eating meat just because it do be random days where you just be like damn i feel down like oh damn i feel like shit i'm like what if i just ate a chicken and they was like depressed before they got killed and you know what i'm saying like <laughs> now that sounds like some hot shit i ain't gonna lie to you you can sit around the living room <laughs> no but it's for real damn, though like the pig all that like yeah. You know, you, you consuming that energy. So well, that's you, real. you're eating their trauma. Yeah. Mm. You're that's taking, a fact. literally putting it in your body, but not only you're taking in that, but you're also taking in all the pesticides and steroids yeah. and maggots and all the nasty things yeah. that they let go in meat and dyes. They dye meat. They like old meat at the store. They put red dye on it and put it back yeah. out. Like, yeah. I'm going to throw up. I just had some asada fries too, Paris, right before the show. God. Oh my gosh, I feel bad for you. It was good though. Man, it was fire. I ain't gonna lie. I to know you, it was man. fire. Yeah, you got the cheese and pico. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next time I can do it without the asada though. I can right, do cheese. Right. I can do, yeah, exactly. I don't, you don't need the meat. Oh, once you realize there's a lot of fruits and vegetables that you just season the same way you would the meat, right. it tastes almost the same, but it's healthier. I prefer it now. Like I love cauliflower and sweet Me potatoes. Too. Mushrooms. There's so many different mushrooms, and you can make it taste like fried chicken. You can yeah. make. That's it- what I was gonna ask. Like, are you like one of the one of the, one of the people that like literally will take any type of like vegetable and like create like your own like 
idea of meat, like fried chicken. Like, you know how people take some cauliflower, yeah. put it in flour and drop yeah. it into... Bro, buffalo and... cauliflower is a big deal out here on the West Coast. I love buffalo cauliflower. Real? It's good as hell. Yes, it's fire. Yeah. Damn. I just like fried cauliflower in general, but I also mm. love baked or you know broiled baked uh, cauliflower. Anyways, yes, I don't discover ways. I will find recipes. Like I'd be on Got you. yeah, looking at food videos and like save that. I have albums with different people. Like, okay, my sister sent me these. My friends, uh-huh. we're gonna try these. It's uh, cooking has been like a new hobby. I've always like cooked. But lately, since I've been trying to not eat meat and just get creative, it's like been like a fun thing for me. And I love making good food for people, and they like it. And I'm like, yeah, I made that. Yeah, that's a good. That's a, <laughs> hey, that's a great feeling. I love that feeling too. You be looking, you be looking at the corner of yeah, your eyes, like, like, did they clean the plate? Did they? They, 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 with that. they put that fork down. You know what I mean? Right. They come by you like you don't, so you don't like it. Give me that damn plate. Get to it, I'm like, okay, because you're not eating it. I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? Then, then you got to be like, you got to come eat this when it's hot. Don't be waiting. Like, come on now. Come in here right now while it's hot. That one was burnt. You need to- <laughs> start, start coming up with different excuses. I ran out of black pepper, so it might not be as spicy as I want it to be. But try it out first yeah. and then give me. Disclaimer. <laughs> Girl, give me the food. You know this food good. I love it. I love it, man. Definitely love to start off with the Porch News, Bolo. Appreciate that. We yes, want to sir. hear from our Porch family in the comments. Let us know what you, you guys think about that fast food list. But like I said, we got a special guest, and we got to learn about all things you. So first of all, first question, who is Paris? How would you answer that question? I am <laughs> a creative from LA but I grew up in the valley Mm. and I just have a passion for making people feel something with things that I create whether it's laughter whether it's like a change of perspective or sad or scared or you know feel something and I feel like um, I love empowering others and spreading positivity and good energy and um, I guess I'll just leave it at that for now. No, yeah. things, but I guess <laughs> I love it. Not now, what's it. what's one thing that maybe most people don't know about you? Mm. People don't know about me. Um, <laughs> I grew up with a lot of family, a lot of siblings, and I didn't have my own room. Like I had to share a room with somebody. Mm. I was about uh till I was a sophomore in college. Mm, I feel you on that. Till sophomore year of college. And then I have my own room, but I have roommates. And I was like, this is cool. I can right. <laughs> I can do my own thing. I can I I bet as you got older too, and correct me if I'm wrong, being like a creative and you know, when you're creative, again, like you're everything, you're creative in every way, right? So from a how you want to decorate your room for how you wanna dress etc but like i can imagine sharing room with family you might have had a certain idea of how you wanted your your wall to look or how you wanted the color scheme to be in the bedroom but because you was in there with other family members you know and maybe and i don't know if you're the oldest or youngest i don't know what the age situation is but maybe they had a uh, uh, power over how, how the room looked like did you ever fall into that growing up 
definitely. I don't feel like I had any say in what the rooms were going to look like. I was just there. So now it is different. I never really thought about that. That's like tapping into some therapy <laughs> kind of stuff. I'm like, the younger me had the opportunity <laughs> to like decorate a whole space. So it's pretty cool because now I have my own apartment. You know, mm-hmm. like shout out to my sister's art. Oh, that's dope. That. That's dope. Yeah, we seen that. 818, because we're Valley Girls. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, your sister made that? Painted this. It's one of my favorite paintings from her. I have a lot of her art around my apartment. Yeah, that's, that's cool. We, we might get the sister on the porch down the road. Shout nah, for real. And, and get some art, for real. Yeah, definitely need to hit her up. She just got interviewed for Billboard, for Women in Music. She's oh, nice. doing the things. Okay, I'm a proud sis. I love, I love that. I, I love, love it. it. It's right, running the family, Bolo. <laughs> running the family, the creativity. So obviously when we first met you, when we, when we jumped on here, you know, you were talking about the energy, you know, obviously feeling like, you know, everybody around you is doing good. I think it takes time for people to develop like that creative spirit, that good energy and just have that creative mindset. Like, where did that come from? Were you always that type of person? Mm. You know, my mom has always been that type of person. I started going to plays with her. She's an actress, too. Mm. And just seeing anywhere I go, the African marketplace or wherever, my mom is always giving love and compliments. Mm. Just being, she's a very social butterfly. She's an mm-hmm. air, just ah, all over. And um, that helped a lot set in, like, um, how I want to carry myself. But of course, as you come up, you're around different type of energies. You don't know who's really your friend or who is like growing up. So you can fall short of being that kind of person. But now as I'm an adult and since college and I met my real friends, the the tribe you keep is extremely important. Everybody Mm -hmm. wants each other's love. So it's like, that's what keeps the vibrations high. You can't really surround yourself with like haters or people who aren't doing stuff i'm very i'm a huge advocate for having a good circle of friends facts crucial facts that's real hey shout out to uh lisa ann remember she said she had a friend who said your vibe affects your tribe yes yeah say that your vibe affects your tribe you got some good memory bolo was like two years ago yeah and literally just like registered in my head as soon as she said that i was like as soon as you said tribe i'm like that that's that's ideal like that's real like also the other way is your vibe attracts your tribe true yep absolutely now let let me so let me ask you a question too so obviously like everybody is grown right we think about our childhood friends we think about friends that you know we experience in college and then you have like colleagues that you work with when do you get to a point where you know who your true friends are Ooh, it takes time Mm. say is you know, some people you connect with instantly and there's a certain energy or chemistry that you have with someone when it's like really strong, really fast, mm-hmm. that can mean something. So I pay attention to that first. Like if instantly we click and I vibe with you, I'm like, okay, we'll see. And then yeah. there's certain scenarios and life experiences you go through that show you who a person really is. And I feel like that's what you know. Your tribe is supposed to not just be like, yes, men. Like, I have disagreements with my girls about certain things. But at the same time, we all, like, hold each other accountable. 
and grounded. And it's like, yeah, I don't know if I really, that's really a good idea, but yeah, I'm going right. to do you. Because you also need to let people experience what they're going to experience in their life anyway. Who are we to judge at the end of the day? But right. That's yeah. a fact. And having a, you, and it's a gut feeling. Like, it feels good to be around the people you're supposed to be around. Right. 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 Yeah. There's a yeah. friend that's making you feel like uncomfortable or lower, less than, or like you can't share your good news with them, mm -hmm. then they're probably not your person. And that doesn't mean necessarily they're a bad person. Maybe they're in a space where they haven't healed certain things or they can't be your friend or be supportive because they're going through whatever they're going through. Mm -hmm. But we have the choice to keep ourselves surrounded by that. So, I mean, we, mm. Depends on how much you love a person. It could be a family member, you know, like if somebody is on their healing journey, you get to choose whether or not you want to be around that, but mm -hmm. make the decision because it's either way, it's something. So you learn and you grow, and then you're able to just filter out who the real ones are in your life. That's real. I love it. I love true it. game. No, nah, it's true game for, for the porch. And it's crazy. I'm over here just like, really thinking, thinking through what, yeah. what you're saying and thinking about like my friend group and people who are close to me and and you're right i feel like you shouldn't have to force um any like any feeling like it should just kind of just come natural you know what i'm saying i think that's the sign that you know like okay yeah like that that, that that's a real one that's a part of my, my mm -hmm. team that's a part of my unit i mean my brother bolo right here like every time we talk it's just easy you know what i'm saying like i'm not mm -hmm. forcing nothing i could be myself he could be himself and it just feels like natural you know what i'm saying so mm -hmm. that's real that's real and even a good uh, test of it is like if you can go a long time without seeing or speaking there to that person, when you guys reconnect, it's like you haven't skipped a beat. Back to, yeah. yeah. That's how exactly. you know the connection is meant to be still, you know? That's real. That's real. That's you, see, real. you see your homie, it's been two years. Ah, you know what I mean? You back to square one. You like, what's good? What we doing? You know what I'm saying? You ain't missed a beat. Well, like, you still no can't awkward. dress. Well, look at them shoes you got on, boy. <laughs> Energy off the chain. You know yeah. what I mean? And you got to have people who understand you, too. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I think when we get older, a lot of people go through different, like, adulting phases. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So... People have to understand the adulting phases, like people getting serious relationships. So obviously that takes away from, you know, your God time, you're kicking it or, you know, you have a child, which, you know, priorities change. So the people who stick around and understand you and, and are still cool with you, you know, and, and still willing to ride with you during those type of phases, you get married. Like those are the ones who really riding with you. Cause like in my experiences, like I've, I didn't, I didn't had, I mean, I'm married. I didn't had kids, you know, job my own separate life but then i still have a crop of friends who are still hanging around since day one but now i have people who just fell off you know yeah. just because they couldn't take not being able to speak with me every week or every other week right and it just kind of fall by the wayside you know what i'm saying so that's right. what it that's what it is so some people are just pissed out friends and that's just how it is Ooh, you dropping gems bolo y'all come on everybody's for a reason or a season yeah yeah. I'm about to catch the Holy Ghost on this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. better stop playing with me right now. Y'all better stop playing with me, boy. We saw the show. Right. Don't send me to Kenya. I ain't trying to go to Kenya right now. <laughs> oh man. But no, I love it, Paris. And um, you know, you, you talked about, you know, a lot a lot of this you kind of learn naturally from being 
around your mother, your mother who's also an actress. Talk about just how she inspired you to mm. get into, involved into the industry. My mom is my biggest inspiration, and it's uh, on so many different levels, but she sparked it in me. Like, I've always felt it, like, doing little school, like, musicals or choir performance. Right. But um, she had enrolled me in a school. She enrolled me in a couple, like, dance schools growing up, but then she enrolled me into this performing arts school called Amazing Grace Conservatory, mm. uh, run by Wendy Raquel Robinson. It changed my life, right? Like, I took the first, like, I knew her from the uh, Steve Harvey show. Right. So when I went to mm. orientation, and my mom was like, oh, yeah, Wendy Raquel Robinson's school. And I was like, really? So I went, and she was there, and she was so cool. And I was like, oh, I want to go here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the rest is history, because I did my first play, and that feeling of, having that live audience and not just like a school of parents and you know siblings but like right. a bunch of people in a real theater it's a it's a it's a feeling you chase the rest of your life man that's oh, why that's actors end up doing theater then going to film but then going back to theater because it's like nothing like that live energy the frequency yeah. like a lot of you <laughs> It's funny wow. you mention that because, like, yeah, I've heard other like big time actresses, you know, talk about. I think I've, I watched a video by Denzel maybe a while a while back, or maybe it was Samuel L. Um, uh, just talking about like the difference between theater and then like you know making a like a traditional film or movie. They're both they both have great experiences and, and pros and cons, so to speak. But it's something about that live feeling and having the crowd right there, and you know any quote unquote m mistakes or whatever you make, you got to just react on the fly and just like it's a different type of just, yeah, like a rush. And I'm, I can only compare, obviously, I mean, I've done some really, really small, you know, uh, like acting, but obviously that's not my main focus. Um, but the only thing I can really compare it to is, you know, being a former athlete and being out there on that football field and having mm -hmm. thousands of fans screaming, either cheering or booing for you. And, you know, you going out there and making the play bolo, you know, in a big moment and just, hearing the roar from that crowd. And, and you know that feeling. You know that feeling, man. Yo. You made a big play. You know, Bola, Bola uh, Brian Jones on the tackle and everybody just cheering. It's just a certain feeling that you can't describe. You know what I mean? I love that. I love that feeling. I'm still looking. I've been, I think I've been out of football, what, seven, seven, eight years. I still try to chase that feeling in some capacity. Like, yeah. it's one of those, like, it's almost like a drug. Like, you just enjoy, you know, seeing people, you know, watch you put on, for something that you love you know what yeah. i'm saying put it on entertaining and you love what you're doing and people are enjoying watching you like it's amazing and the closest thing i found to, to that feeling is just being being in front of that camera you know something about that light coming on i love hosting i love being you know what i'm saying uh you know just you know just learning about other people and just them lights come on man just i don't know it's just it's a different like rush you know for me personally i get i get i have nerves i get excitement i get it's so many mixed emotions butterflies and then it's just that cat three two one go boom and it's everything just kind of i don't know you know what i mean <laughs> that's what i'm talking about <laughs> dope i know what you're talking about man i know <laughs> yes wow no, I love and it. just like what you guys were saying earlier making mistakes i um i was the host of a disney junior tour for two years mm. and I'm a Virgo, so I usually oh. like perfect. And in the beginning, it was my first tour, and like we run in the show, so 
I wanted everything to be perfect. And whenever there was a mistake, I would be so upset. I'm like, oh my gosh, why didn't they do this? Or why didn't, you know? But then eventually I realized there's going to be a mistake every single show. Either I let it bother me or I can welcome it and be excited. What mistake is going to happen this show that's going to make it unique to this city? Like Mm -hmm. no one else is going to see this exact show because this mess up happened this day you know yeah that's real something and then it just also was like a good way for me to pick up on my improv like okay it's teaching me how to think of my the show must go on you can't just stop a show because the out like it taught me a lot but you just something about that like on camera you can do the take a hundred times until you get it right Mm -hmm. but that feeling of Whatever goes, goes. That's... <laughs> Here's nothing. <laughs> Y'all, one time I fell off the stage. This is a fun fact. Hold on, what? No shit. I fell off the stage. Um, I was dancing, like, walking backwards. I was like, hey, 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 hey. Boop. Damn. <laughs> I was like, it's okay. Hold <laughs> on, the, the real question is, when you pop back up, did you keep dancing? I kept going. Let's go. Oh, that's the, that's the big thing. That's the I'm biggest a Virgo, part. Like Beyonce. Ooh. <laughs> like Beyonce. Like <laughs> Trina. Hey. Like, uh, uh, all right, boys. Come uh, on, it's the porch now. We can get a little ratchet on the porch. Stop playing. That's funny. <laughs> love it. I love Damn. it. Damn. And I think that's that's the coolest thing about like being like in the space that you're in. And I think why people are so successful because they could run. And they're not afraid of falling. Like mm. when you're, you know, at the point where you're anticipating to fall, you're eventually going to fall or it's going to slow you down or it's going to slip you up at some point because you just waiting like, for it to happen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like that energy thing, right? You putting it out there. If you putting that energy out there of you doing something like it's going to happen. But, you know, if you just, you know, bounce back, make it look easy, you know, people are going to be like, okay, yeah. I see you. Like, you know what I'm saying? There it is. You know, let's keep moving. I love it. Love it, man, and and you know, obviously, we're, we're kind of already diving into it right now, talking about your profession at, as an as an entertainer, as an actress. Tell me this, man: was there a moment in your career where you, whether it was a just opportunity you had, a film that that you were part of, where like you just absolutely crushed it, you killed it, and you just thought to yourself internally, like, man, like, like I, I can make it. You know what I'm saying? Like, just like that, like that welcome to welcome to the league moment is like what we like to call it. You know, I think that artists, we have multiple moments where we just have that feeling. But I think when I was young, like I said, doing like being at the school, I did a play. We did like a summer program thing. I can't even think of it, but I was the host mm-hmm. or one of the co-hosts. And I feel like that alluded to me being a co-host for Disney, which is like a full full circle moment. But I remember improvising on stage and people laughing. And I was like, it's, it was, I don't know. It just felt so good. I was like, I want to keep doing this. But I, don't, I just, it's in the family too. Mm-hmm. It's not like a lot of artists, like singers, dancers, actors in my family. And um, 
it's just just naturally not that everyone's pursued it that can even just do it you know just mm -hmm. these storytellers and it's just like something that's just in the spirit right honestly you know how certain things just run in bloodlines like mm -hmm. i'm a i'm a family of like creatives artists leaders yeah it's so so like walk us through the process of like i'm just trying to think you know you have people you know, obviously you go to acting school or like you just kind of like look at the TV, you admire somebody and then like you start to kind of get the reps on your own. And obviously you come from a family of actors and actresses, actresses, like where or how did you like start acting? Like, how did you start to learn the art of acting? I would say like, really, that's when I started at Amazing Grace Conservatory. It's called AG gotcha. for short. Um, because they taught us all the aspects. We would have like a period of time for just dance, a period of time for voice, a period of time mm. for acting. And then they would also make us audition for all of the parts, the, the parts that we wanted. And we had to, you know, be part of the whole process, the rehearsals, the co dress rehearsals, learning mm. makeup. That, and then in high school, I did theater. And then in college, I did one musical. And then since... I did a play and then at both Disney and then now I'm doing TV films. So it transitions, but I can't, I do miss the tour life. I would say <laughs> yeah. the money, the, the treatment. <laughs> right, right. Right. I feel that. And, and that's one thing I mean, that's kind of touches on my, on my next question for you is talk about the grind, right? Like I just think from outside looking in, people watch, you know, their favorite, you know, actors and actresses on, on TV or on these shows. And, you know, it, it's amazing, right, from a fan standpoint. But I don't think people understand the work that it actually takes behind the scenes. So, like, I mean, you, you're working more so on TV films now. Talk about just, like, how long a typical day is on set. Oh, a typical day could be, um, like, 8 to 12 hours. Mm. But, like, for me, <laughs> mm. I haven't... Um, let's see, my first co-star role officially, you know, you can shoot things, the pilots, and they never get picked up. Right. And so you kind of do stuff for the experience, I would say, so it's for. But then you get to do something like I booked the little co-star on a Bel Air, and I oh. literally shot for two minutes. I was L there two or three hours, you know, the whole prep, signing in, changing wardrobe, getting approved. I literally shot for two minutes. Mm. Wow. That's but, insane. But think about that, though. Like you said, I mean, you you had to go there two, three hours, the whole process, all to get a two-minute opportunity. But I think there's power in that, right? Like, I, I think that shows, Joe, like, when you, when you really love something, right, and you want to be a part of something great and you believe in a bigger... Mm purpose is you're willing to make that sacrifice so to speak you're you're, you're really you're yes. open to taking that one minute two minute scene because you know that each thing happened for a reason and that two minute scene can lead to a two-hour movie where you're the star everything come on mm -hmm. now y'all yes. preaching let me preach a little bit <laughs> the funny thing is you know i shot for literally two minutes because i got booked as a dancer and they wanted to be I'm a dancer for the TikTok that Carlton was going to watch. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. So what I did was I submitted a dance video, a choreography video I already 
headshot. I sent it in. That night, the next morning, they called me, said, hey, can you come to set? I was like, yeah, I could come to set. When? Right, right now? <laughs> so I went to set, and they just came in my trailer and was like, all right, so um, I just need you to do like a one-minute dance, you know, with some cool moves. <laughs> I'm like, okay. okay. Right. They didn't even send me the script, so I didn't know what was going on. I was like, okay, what's going on in the scene? He's like, well, Carlton and somebody else is going to be watching your video um, at a party. And I was like, oh, Carlton's watching. And I was like, okay, good to know. He was like, yeah, don't make it sexy, just like really cool with you, big moves. I'm like, all right. He leaves, and I'm like, I'm definitely about to do the choreography I already sent in. Like, yeah. I'm do that but any of the sexier moves i'm just replaced with something right and then as a gag to myself i was like i'm gonna throw in the carlton dance move into my choreography because i know carlton's watching my video right right <laughs> so i go i do the dance and they have me do it twice and it's literally just a minute long because i was like they asked for a minute i'm giving them a minute right and i know they were only going to use a few seconds anyway Right, edit it down. And so I get a surprise. They literally chose me doing the Carlton as the move. That's funny. That was a move I just threw in as a joke right. for myself, like an inside joke. Come on Damn. now. But you see how God worked? That's Come it. on, that's a testimony. That's it. She didn't yeah. have to do the move. Something inside her told her to do the move, and the move got... I'm done talking. And then... <laughs> They said the line was, oh, that's a cool move, but I think they changed it to, that's my favorite move. That's what Carlton says when he sees it. Uh -huh. So I think that was another added thrown, like, inside joke. But I don't think right. that's oh, I what? created that moment for the show. Exactly. That's that what I was just thinking. That was season one, right? The first season? Yeah. I know, yeah. I know exactly yeah, I the like scene you talking yeah, about. They you were definitely on the seen couch. it. She was, she was talking to old girl. He was talking to old girl. Oh, yeah, dude, uh -huh. what the hell? That's wild. Shout out to the homeboy Jordan Jones, man. I got JJ. We had we had him on last season too. That's the homie, man. I didn't know that. That's crazy, yeah. man. That's I gotta go back and watch it again now. I know, right? And it was Damn. so quick that people were like hitting me up, like Paris. Did I just see you on Bel Air? Did I? Was that you? And I'm like, yeah, that was me. My two seconds of fame. <laughs> That's, hard. That's hard. I love. That's it. cold. I love that. A good now, story. Yes. Now, now, what about what about like? I'm always intrigued and like so impressed by like actors and actresses who can memorize like a uh, an extensive script, mm -hmm. right? Like when you get this script, right, and it's just all of these words and all of this dialogue there. Like, how is someone able to just sit there and like conceptualize like everything that's on this paper and just literally vomit word vomit all this information? Like, how does that work? I think the more homework you do on your on your project the easier it'll come. Like you don't look at it as a whole, you look at it as in sections. Yeah. Mm. Well, at least that's for my brain. I need to do that because I'm like, I get overwhelmed. And then you don't want to do, try to memorize any of it because you're like, right. But if you break down your character, your scene, what you're feeling internally, what's your inner monologue, what's your like natural, like there's so many ways to break down a scene, but the more work you do, the more it's ingrained in you and then if you mm. can actually rehearse with somebody or um 
like for me, sometimes you just record the whole uh, script on your mm -hmm. voice notes and then you just play it back. I do both lines, mine and the other person's, and I just talk over myself so I can remember because like the first try, you're not going to. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. But yeah, that's what I do. And it's, um, yeah, once I learned that script for Disney, that was, I thought, oh my gosh, because it's so, it was, it was a lot um interaction, crowd work, like it was a lot of instruction. <laughs> oh my I got through that, so I'm like, okay, this is preparing me for when I'm a lead in a film. Mm -hmm. Like I have to learn all of this and not let this over, like defeat me so that when that time comes for me in the bigger picture, yeah, I'll be ready. I got okay, I did this. I can yeah. do this. Gotcha. Yeah. Now that's real. That's, cool. that's real. And another aspect as well, I I think is fascinating is like deciding what what roles uh, are meant for you, right? You know, because I'm sure, and correct me if I'm wrong, I'm sure there's been opportunities that, that you've been, been presented with where you might have turned them down because it's like, you know what? I appreciate it, but that particular role, maybe it doesn't make sense for, for what I'm looking for. Just real curious, like, how do you decide, you know, what what you want to audition for, what roles you're looking for? Like, is there a particular industry that you like to stay in specifically? Or like, how does that work for you? Well, there's levels to it because, you know, over time, your taste and preference of what you will and won't do is going to change depending on the caliber that you're at or the caliber of the project. Right. So if you're asking me to do a sex scene for a fucking web series that's paying 150 or 125 no i'm not gonna do that right 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 and you just need to have an agent that respects your um morals and what you're what you are and aren't willing to do and be very vocal about that but like i said there's levels so there's like partial nudity or there'd be like simulated sex scenes there's things and then you know like there's there's the levels. There's the HBO right. level. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, 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 right. Just yeah. everything out. <laughs> right. But like right now, as I'm coming up, I don't want to be that to be the imprint that's left on people mm. for me. But when I'm up there and I've done a lot of stuff, who knows what I'll do? <laughs> right. You know. But right now, as I'm coming up, there's certain roles I just don't feel comfortable with, and I feel like that's okay. Like you know. Yeah. There's a new way you can stretch yourself as an actor, but then there's morally just some roles that you just, they don't sit right with you. So like, eh, you know, it's, yeah. I don't want to do it, but who knows in 30, 40 years, I might want to play the prostitute that's mm. sucking up, you know, the homie. I don't know. Right now, right. I'm trying to play that kind of role. Right. Now, I think, I think it's a good point that you mentioned, like, Right now, like you're you're in that grind phase where you're you're trying to build a name yourself, get those big opportunities, continue to build, and like a role like that early in your career, I feel like could kind of uh, be hurtful in a sense. To where it's like, okay, now all the roles and calls you're getting is for you know sexual roles or prostitutes or or, or whatever, and they're not allowing you to kind of fully showcase. The, your scope of, of talent and, and who you really are. So I think timing is very important with, with everything, everything that you do. I agree with that timing. Like I said, there's the levels to it. So yeah. 
I can say this right now, but if you know, like Queen Tarantino's, like, look, I need Paris Nicole to be the prostitute in my next. <laughs> we, 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 we paying this this much for it. I mean, the check is looking like this. Let's make it happen. Who knows? I might, you know, pull up on me. Just, you know, it can happen. Anything is possible. So, poor family. Basically, what she's saying is. Don't let this episode fool you. In a year from now, and it's a big movie out, and, and she the she the co-star. If you see her in in an intimate scene, sex scene, whatever, don't hey she ain't she ain't <laughs> hypocrite. She told you straight up. She said, hey, right now I'm not necessarily doing that, but the right opportunity, right money, hey, <laughs> hey. If it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. Come on now. That's real. You know what I mean? That is real, you know. So. And I, I did. So since we're on the topic, just from your experience, again, you have a lot of family members who've been in the acting world, actors, actors, etc. Though from a viewer standpoint, man, like watching those some of those intimate scenes, man, like the, the choreography between the, the, the couples, it, it seems so like at times just real, especially when I watch shows like you know, the original uh, power, the original power, you know, uh, with 50 Cent, you know, on, on uh, was it on show? Is it Showtime? Oh, shit, even BMF. BMF. Yeah, like, it's like, man, like, they really into it. But I was like, we, 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 yeah, they're, yeah. But obviously, they're acting. They're not actually doing it. I mean, right. I don't, at least I don't think so. But just in general, from your experience, like, how uncomfortable are, like is it being in those moments? You got people, you got cameraman in there, like, they, they cutting the scene. And you still got to be like, yeah. professional right it's like you in the in a scene where like you're naturally a human being right, right. so you got you know, two attractive people that they're actually kissing they're touching like you, you want to be professional but you i mean you're human you know what i'm saying right. like your brain well first of all i haven't had a, uh, an intimate scene yeah. yet and I've, I've had a kiss though and that was new for me because i don't just be kissing people mm -hmm. right uh, that's like actually a really big deal for me right. um, but you have the right to say if you want to do or don't want to do it and if you don't want to do it then pick someone else or if you do you do but like right. you don't have to do anything you don't want to do first of all so right. these people doing this well i don't know about independent films things can get tricky with that kind of stuff but like the legitimate films it's all like business yes you have to get into it but at the same time our brains actors we're thinking about okay the camera's here the lighting's here we have to stay at this angle because mm -hmm. you know like mm. you have to think of all the mechanics within it so it's not like it's not a big deal as it seems right. like see as right. it's on camera it's really not like <laughs> then you can literally just kiss somebody and then just be like all right, cut. So yeah. Anyways, you're talking to whoever else. It's like you don't like right, right. lingering in the eyes. No, yeah. that's weird. Yeah, yeah. That is very weird. That's what but I'm thinking. Like, show it's business. But then when you're dating someone who's doing that, that's a different level of being comfortable and hey now and understanding that okay, this person's intimate on screen. It doesn't mean anything. It's just work. How can you? I, I guess I, I mean I don't know if obviously you're you're in like a relationship or like you see other people in your profession that sees uh you know their significant other like on this on the screen in like intimate situations like how does someone sit back and like 
take that in, at least for the first couple times. I, I bet that's like a tough pill to swallow for like the first couple times you see like your significant other like on scene being intimate. Um, I haven't um seen someone that I was dating do that um on screen. Um I've seen certain situations like videos or something like, you know, it's mm-hmm. uh, but uh yeah, I don't know if I'm ready. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. But then at the same time I can't expect mine to be able to see me do that mm, and true. not get that same respect and trust. True. So, yeah. Even though I haven't fully experienced that, um I've been trying to mentally prepare myself for <laughs> <this>. <laughs> Yeah. I feel like it might happen. You know, it's possible. Right. 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 Uh, I I feel like if and again, like I said, we don't know your situation, but just in general, it might be easier if, if you're in, in the, the if you're in Hollywood, you're an actor, to date another actor, maybe. Like the reason I say that is at least mentally you understand we yeah. understand what it is. We understand the art, you know, we, we, we can separate to an extent, maybe some of the emotion uh from the actual, you know, what's going on versus someone who's uh uh like me, an accountant or something, right, right, who has no idea what's going on. You just see your woman You seeing the scene for for the scene. You like see a woman got her breast out, she she out here getting t- grabbing, skin picking her skin. up. Hey, you know them sex they scenes. Kissing, they soon as they, soon as they go in the door, they slam the door, they put them against the wall. In the eyes. It's <laughs> really like, intimate. Oh my God. I have sad. That. I don't feel like I could watch that with my person. Mm, like I have saying. to be like, oh, I'm gonna watch this another time. That's we can I'm fast saying. forward past this part. Ooh. I don't know. I don't but, know. I haven't been there yet. Got you. Yeah. Well, let us know, man. Whenever you get in that situation, five years from now, whatever, give us a call. Let us know how it will. We talk about on the port. (laughs) (laughs) So, so for you, when 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 acting slows down, right? So maybe you don't have, you know, you're not shooting at this point, or maybe things are slow. How does an actor continue to sharpen the blade? Mm. Um, being in class, Mm. Uh, being proactive and creating your own stuff. You know, um, if you're not a writer or director, like maybe you're a producer and you like can help fund projects that keep you interested or active in other things that involving the arts. Or like if you have a hobby, like I do making my sunglasses, start mm-hmm. your own little side hustle. But you got to always kind of be learning and growing, even though you're not on set. I mean, that's what prepares you for when it's time to be on set. Right. Or too for me, because you can get comfortable too as a kid. You're like, I know I got I got some skills, you know. Yeah. I'm taking years of classes. I can take a break. Mm-hmm. And like for me, I you know, you don't if you don't use it, you lose it. And you don't necessarily lose it if it's in you, but at the same time when you're in class, you're able to be sharper, it's more um current on your brain of like yeah. how to right. like be. And just be great. Muscle <laughs> memory. Yes. So, like, I just started improv class again. And it's been years since I've done it because, like, the pandemic and then, like, all the COVID stuff. I didn't want to do it over Zoom. Right. So now that it's back in person, I feel it's, like, bringing me so much life again. Like, I love improv because it's so fun. You never know what's going to happen ever. Right. 
Right. So like walk, walk us through that, like for people who don't know about like improv class, like how does that work? Like, are you, are you handed just something and you have to just make, make something happen? Like, how does that you it know, depends look? on the class you go to, but for sure, like the basic level is you play different games and there's like probably hundreds of improv games where you're given a scenario, a topic, a color, like a, a relationship, a location. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, and then you have to come up with something off the top of your head. You can't really think. And mm. the whole point is you never deny anything in the scene. It's like the number one rule of improv is yes and. So you always agree, and then you add more information to keep the scene moving forward. Mm. And this, because you're not supposed to deny, like you can't, you can say no, but you still have to have like an and kind of, but you don't really want to say no. You kind of want to say yes to everything because then it makes it just more interesting. Okay. So can we, can we like do like a quick little run through? Like if I was like the actor and I just, I just want to do one take, I just want to try it. Like uh, just throw anything out. Like what, how would I? Do you want to do a monologue or you want to do a scene? Uh, you want to do a scene, do, I think, right? Yeah, I think we can do a scene. There's a little a bit scene. more back and forth, you know what okay. I mean? Okay. Yeah, you can do it. So you just want to do a quick improv scene? Yeah, yeah, I do. Oh, I'm just curious. Yes, Dan. Try not to ask questions, but yes. Okay, so do you want to give us um, a suggestion right. for a location? And a, no, not you. Me. Yes. Okay, uh, okay, okay. All right. Give us I'm nervous. a suggestion for a location and a relationship. Are we cousins? Are we best friends? Ooh. Are we classmates? Are we policemen and you know okay 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 y'all all right y'all are y'all are friend this is your best friend your best friends okay. you um haven't seen each other in a while um so you decide to link up for a lunch at in and out so you're in line about to order your food boom Ooh. jeremy i haven't seen you in so long it's so great that we decided to meet up at the first place we ever hung out many years ago, In and Out. I swear, I love In and Out. I remember you used to always get the the animal fries. Are you you still are you still fucking with the animal fries or not? I do. You know that ain't gonna ever change, man. You still get the the double double with the onions and the pickles and then the extra pickles. The extra pickles, and I got to give me a shake on the side. You know, I can't. You changed up. You know, you got to throw the shake in there, right? You're right. You're right. You're right. The chocolate one. The chocolate one. You know. You know. I love some chocolate. Yeah. There it is. There it is. Okay. Okay. So, so is it on me? Is it on me? Did you change up? Is it on me? Am I putting the bill? Or are we? We? What are we doing? Man, you a big baller now. You a big doctor in these Dang. streets. I'm so proud of you. You over here doing heart surgeries. <laughs> you can afford to pay for this in and out. All right, look. So I'm cutting cutting a little bit of weight, but hey, I'll, I'll take it. Hey, look, we'll go ahead and I'll put the bill. Next time we link up, it, it'll be on you. Cool. Okay, cool. Cause you know, I'm a big time uh, you know, supermodel. Yeah, you got, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta keep your figure, you gotta keep everything, you know, in, in the right places and everything. So, you know, we're gonna keep it as is. Yeah. Damn, I'm there in the cold, dude. Look, <laughs> you didn't know you, you got you got some bolo. Yeah. <laughs> Next short nice. film, we gotta That's add funny. bolo into the scene. Perry, I like funny, that. Man. That's oh my god. That's, dope. That's that what's up. Fun. That was fun, man. I love it. It kind of reminds me of like back in the days, bro. Like 
me and you used to be in the car freestyling and rapping. Freestyling. So you would go and then I would go and then you would go and I got to add to it. It's kind of similar. Yeah. You feel me? And that's, that's an improv game as well is uh, rapping. Like you say a couple bars and then the next person has to say a rhyme with the last word and then keep going and add on. Oh, that's hard. I'm you guys just love that. Y'all should start doing that. I might, yeah, I might I have to say, like, we damn near, yeah. yeah. Or I can just see it being like damn near on some, like, just you just with the fam and like y'all turning up, y'all drinking, whatever, and just having like some improv games. Like, people will yeah. be like going, going ham. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's cool. Honestly, one day I can see myself running my own improv classes or having my own. That's cool. Speak out there. Speak it. Put your hands out. It's out there. The energy's out there. She just said it. So, so it will it. be. It's she gonna happen. It. Paris, you know the craziest thing? Everybody that came on the porch or that comes onto the porch, once they put some out on the porch, it happens. It's real. We have we we had the undisputed champ a couple years ago say that she will be the undisputed champ. You fast forward to 2023, guess what she is? Undisputed. Alicia Bomb Gardner. Shout out to the mm, bomb. Mm, mm. She said it right here on the porch. Nico Ali. What'd he say? Come on, Muhammad now. Ali, grandson. He's he, he ain't lost knocking people yeah, out. He said, I ain't gonna never lose. He ain't lost yet. They speak so, it and, and, and then it happens. Paris, here oh, come man. to class. It's out there. Now you just gotta be prepared on how you gonna, you know what I mean? Throw it in the busy schedule. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Now I want to switch gears a little bit here before we transition to our last segment. There was a now it was back in maybe 2021, I believe, maybe 2020. You had a chance to dance and perform at a versus battle. Mm. For Ray, for Ray J, Team Ray J, can you please share the details of that experience? <laughs> I saw the clips, pairs, and you was getting down. You was doing your thing. That was the funniest performance I feel like I've ever experienced. Why is that? We didn't have a tech rehearsal, but um, and <laughs> we didn't we didn't have rehearsal with um Bobby V. Mm. So kind of just freestyled a lot most of the show. Hey, talk about improv. There you yeah, go. For real. That's what I was gonna say. It's Thank funny you. because we also didn't know the order of the way Ray J was gonna do the songs. He just went off of how he felt. Like we rehearsed in the order, but <laughs> show day. Man, but I'm I'm grateful Ray J is a nice guy. You know, it's just, he's very, it just, he was the talk of the town. That, that was. I remember that. Performance. I remember that. But, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's like, yeah, it was fun. <laughs> it was fun, and it was funny. Yeah. It was funny, yo. <sighs> Definitely a memory to, to, to always have, you know, have in your back pocket. Um, yeah, and then it was hard, even though I was Team Ray J, it was hard to not vibe out with, you know, the other team because I right. Really their music too. Right. You you over there bobbing your head. Reggie like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> you, you with me. <laughs> he didn't hate. He didn't hate. He was in it himself. He was like, you know, they were competing. They were like going over each other. Right, right. Yeah. songs. Yeah. Damn. That's no experience to be like, a part of. I was up there on stage and everybody that's like, they were like, oh, that's cool. Look at Paris. I'm like, oh God. What does it look like on camera? <laughs> you was, I saw the clips. You was going in, man. You did your, you held your own. You did your thing for sure. So, nah, that's dope. That's dope, man. Yeah. 
And then, and now more of a recent, you know, kind of transition to now and what's going on now. You recently made an announcement that you will be in the remake of White Men Can't Jump. So first of all, congratulations. Dope. Super duper dope. One of my favorite movies. Come on now, legendary movie. Legendary, legendary classic. movie. So excited for you guys to see it. I'm grateful that y'all aren't being like people don't like remakes or yeah, like right. down or like already have this bad you know perception of what it's gonna be. But like, don't worry, don't worry. It's, it's in good hands, huh? Yes. I got you covered. That's it. That's it. Because I, I think too though, like. To the other side, like when you think about like these classic movies and people touching classics, sometimes the people who like remake the movie don't want to really associate the new movie with the old movie because it's a new generation, mm. right? Because things are so different. Like people compare like the Space Jams, right? Like it's, it's different or the house parties, right? There's just different movies, right? It's different generations. So things will look different. So for... um White man can't jump. It's a classic. You know what I mean? And it's basketball. Like it's nothing. It's not, it's not too much. That's probably different, you know, as opposed to what happened then and what goes on now. So I'm excited to see exactly how it's going to play out. Yeah. It's, it's obviously, you know, up to date. It's kind of like yeah. how the house party was, um, yeah. but obviously it's the same basis of like, you know, a white guy and a black guy. Right. Right. Like, is to win some money together in basketball. Yeah, that's so, um, Yeah, no, it was a great experience. It was so, man, but that was a moment where I got thrown in and like, I um, I play Tiana Taylor's best friend and she is with Sinqua. He plays um, Wesley's character. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so... The first day I had a scene and scene calls just sewing so many improvised like one-liners at me and I was like not ready. Oh shit. <laughs> I had to hold my own, but yeah. at the same time it was like, parents, you need to be back in class because that shouldn't have like you should have came back with some even harder stuff. Mm -hmm. right, feel. Right. You know, you always reflect and like I could have done more, I could have done this, could have done that. But I haven't seen it yet, so I don't know what made the cut. And you just pray for the best. <laughs> mm -hmm. Now, when is it supposed to drop? May 19th. Ooh. Ooh. That's, that's close so to your close. birthday, yeah, boy. That's closer than I thought. Yeah. That's your birthday, Bolo. Yeah. Might be a good birthday gift. Go to the birthday. Damn, that's cold. Dang. Yeah. Damn, that's energy. That's energy. I love it, man. Dang. I'm so proud of you. I, I know we just officially met, but like, I. You that's my cousin now, man. This is dope. Yeah. yeah, this is dope. Ah, thank you so much. I, I, it's nice to feel seen and recognized. You know, mm -hmm. yeah. Years of going for the dream, and then finally, little things sparks off, and I'm just excited to be begin a new chapter of the journey. Man, God and you mentioned good. you mentioned earlier you had like just kind of like that good feeling because everybody's doing well around you. Do you got anything big popping off here soon? Anything that you know you're looking forward to? Uh, obviously, you just shot White Man Can't Jump, but anything else that's like pretty pretty you know worth noting? 
God knows the answer to that. Absolutely. Um, Facts. Honestly, I'm just waiting on to hear some good news because I know it's on the way. I auditioned. I'm auditioning for some really cool things. And, nice. Uh, I actually have a callback to shoot tonight after, right after this. Let's go. Okay. But you know, you do it and you just have to forget and just move on and just be and just keep going. Knowing that whatever's yeah. for me won't pass me. So as much as I may want something, maybe it wasn't for me. And then whatever it is, I'm going to get. And sometimes I have those really strong feelings like, oh, this is for me. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're right and sometimes they're wrong. But, you know, I have a dope squad and we keep each other encouraged. And it's like, it's okay. So I don't know what this year has in store for me outside of the White Man Can't Jump premiere. But I know that good things are on the way and they're on the horizon. And I just don't know what it is. And that's the exciting part about my life. Love it. Love it. I love like it. that, man. Live for today. You know what Live I mean? for the day. Now be present. Yeah. I love that, man. Until it's time to move to our final segment here. These are our quick hitters. These are some random questions. Um, fun. You ain't got to watch. I saw your facial expression change right there, Paris. Don't get nervous. Don't get nervous. Don't get nervous. We, good. we ain't going to do you like that. Uh, like but so- <laughs> right. Right, but there's some cool questions just to kind of you know wrap up the show. So, uh, Bolo, I'll go first. Okay, you, you can uh jump in. So, let's get it. First up, name one actor or actress who you really would love to work with at some point during your career and tell us why. Okay, first, uh, there's so many, but Taraji P. Henson. Mm. No, I'm going to meet her and work with her, and we're gonna be tight. She's gonna be like a mentor, big sis to me. I feel it a hundred thousand percent. It's just God when the right time. Cause me and her have the same birthday. Oh, that's cold. Come on now. It's meant to be. Shout out to the Virgos. It's just been very inspirational for me. And I just feel so aligned that I know our paths are gonna cross and it's gonna be that divine timing. Taraji, sis. Big sis, big sis. <laughs> if you're Taraji tuning in right now, Taraj, if you're tuning in to the porch, you heard what Paris just said, man. Hit her up, DM her. Let's, let's get this thing moving. Yeah, that would that would be nice, you know. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it. Okay, okay. Next question: What is the toughest role you've had in your career so far? Mm. Toughest role, um, the one uh, I was speaking about earlier, where uh, I had my first kiss because one that was like new for me because we met that day like we met over facetime one time (laughs) and the day of the shoot it was like hi nice to see you in person in real life wow (laughs) yeah um but i also had to use a nigerian accent and that was really hard for me to like get in like I study and I practice, I practice those lines for my life when I booked it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was that would say that's wow. hard, but it wasn't really like it's nothing. It's like hard. It's just like a new experience. So it's right, just, right, like, just different. Where I had to be something way outside of myself and my comfort zone. Right, in right. a good way, and it wasn't like demoralizing you know mm-hmm. right of course of course a lot of times in life in order for us to grow we have to get out of our comfort zone that's just what it is if you're comfortable too long that's real you're gonna, you're gonna stay where you at or you might even drop down a couple steps mm, talk to them folks 
You gotta get on crop insurance. Going up, and then Everybody. you're still here, so it looks like you went down, but it's really inflation. Come on now, that's what Ooh. we talk about on the porch. We're not playing around today, Paris. Y'all not playing around tonight, right Paris. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Next one, I'm gonna, I'm gonna switch it up a little bit here. We're we gonna get, we're we gonna get a little bit more outside of work. Describe the ideal date night for Paris. Break it mm. down to us. <laughs> we we speaking we speaking in general. Improv. We speaking in general. Improv. You know what I mean? It's the ideal date night. Your person planned this magical day. This is how it would look for Paris. Go. And um, a magical, like we're in another country, like somewhere tropical, okay. and we have. Uh, a nice dinner, like somewhere cute, not just like a regular restaurant, but something like spectacular, like in an aquarium or I don't know, something okay, okay, okay. cool and different. And then really just being able to like sit there, laugh, and talk all night and just either be in nature or just I'm a physical touch person. So, like, you know, mm. I like that. Yeah. Something intimate but thoughtful, like places you know that I've always wanted to go, or um, something that's really cool that you see that you know I would like. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Damn, I love, I love it. that. I love that. There it is. So, like I said, hey, if, if, if there is a person, you just heard it right here. Take some notes. If there isn't a person yet, future person, come back and take some notes because she just told you what she wants. So, Thanks. there it is. Facts. <laughs> so last question here before we before we get you out of here, we got to ask. We ask everybody this same question because we putting it out there. So finish this sentence. In five years, Paris will be. In five years, Paris will be an award winning actress, director, producer philanthropist, motivational speaker. Keep going. Business owner. Keep going. Property owner. Multi-property yeah. owner. Another uh, one. Multi-millionaire. <laughs> Talk to him. Talk to him. That might have been our best one yeah, right yeah, there, Bolo. the best one. I ran out of fingers. Shit. I almost ripped my shirt off at the end and threw it. <laughs> I was so hyped over here. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, Let's go. five years, baby. I go see get it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Less than five years. Less than five. Less than five. Less than five. Come on now, Bolo. I'm hyped now. Yeah, I'm, I'm hyped. hyped my, my heart beating right now. Bob, Bob Proctor's like law of attraction. Mm. He, I just watched like a 50 minute video of him talking about the law of attraction. And just like, if you can visualize it and you really believe it and see it, it's coming to you. He said he manifested everything he wanted. You can do it without what the standards of what people who have done it before you or the standards to become a person like that doesn't mean you can't because you haven't done that. Because nobody mm -hmm. can really choose up their environment and where they grew up, how they came up. But our mind, this is where it, everything is. So I'm saying this out loud and it's recorded. So it's recorded. It's on ink. She stamped. This, she said it out loud, and I know it's coming for me. I've known this from my heart for a while, but it takes time to get to that level, and that's fine because there's so much to learn along the way. Yeah. But that's why you just gotta enjoy the journey and keep on going despite the little 
disappointments or, you know, hurtful moments or obstacles in the way. Like if it's in your spirit and you're passionate about something, you know, that's what keeps me going. I know what I'm here to do. I'm here to change lives through entertainment, storytelling. Damn. I love it, man. That, that's a great way to. to that's the, that's the perfect cherry on top. Come on now, man. Paris, this has been an amazing show. Learning about your journey, learning about you just as a person, the good energy that you have thrown our way. I feel better now than I did an hour ago Thanks. because of you. So we appreciate you. Please good let the energy. people know where they can find you on social. Anything you want to just promote before we let you go. This is your time to do it. Um, just follow me on Instagram. Uh, it's the Paris underscore Nicole. Our, um, I have YouTube and I have like some of my web series and my short films that I wrote, directed, started to produce on my YouTube. Um, please go check those out because it's different from my short form content on Instagram. It's like, you'll see. You'll see. Tune in. Love it. Love it. And yeah, thank you in advance. And thank you guys for having me part of the podcast. This was fun. Absolutely. Thank you. We definitely appreciate it. We appreciate the great energy. Listeners, hey, if you didn't, if you if you didn't take away a gym, you're losing right now. If you didn't tell your friend to tell your friend to come and get some of this good energy, you're losing. All right. Go ahead and tell a friend to tell a friend that this is the porch podcast. Find us on Instagram, find us on YouTube, find us on Spotify, find us on Apple Music. Hey, it's too many things for y'all to be creating excuses now. All right. Make sure you tell somebody you love them. You feel me? And like Paris said it best, put that good energy out there. It's the law of contraction. Come All right. Whatever you think about, go ahead and make it happen. And just make sure the best you is the best you. And we out. Peace. Started on the porch. That was where it all began. Had to put in work every day. We got it in. We chased all our dreams and now they can't believe it. We make it look easy. We achieving everything we need. Now we undefeated. If we link, no, it's only business. If we get to speak and leave them speechless. I did things for free, but now it costs to see me. When you see me, you ain't gotta greet me. Just don't plot to sneak me. I'ma see it. I'ma stop and watch you lose and get defeated. What do we bleed? Came from the jungle, we humble but hungry and hunting to feed. People don't want us to leave. They love us and rush to the bus when we run in the streets. Thinking we stunning the sea We came from nothing to something Now up in the lead Now we ain't coming in peace Hunting for blood and to crush everyone in the league We got a reason We put in work every day of the week Every month, every season So many schemes Had to go off for the team We gave our all and succeeded Came from the deep end Warming up pots, cooking ramen At times that was all we was eating Now we be feasting Five star restaurants every week Whole teams ripped in cloth and it seems They looking hard when we step on the scene Call us outcasts, we so fresh and so clean Hand about cash, please don't ask for a meeting Just hit the stoop out the spaz on the beat Nah, it ain't rude if you ask for the feet Just play it cool when I tax you the feet We need a pool in the back with a cord and a board to go jump off and splash for the heat Live for the day cause the past can't determine the future or where you gon' actually be Keep staying presence, our presence a blessing It's all that we have and we actually need I'm taking action with passion, detaching the ones who keep acting attached to leech I am no pastor but actually preaching Look up these letters and actually read That was where it all began had to put in work every day we got it in we chased all our dreams and now they can't believe it we make it look easy we achieving everything we need now we undefeated if we link no it's only business if we get to speak and leave them speechless i did things for free but now it costs to see me when you see me you ain't gotta greet me just don't plot to sneak me i'ma see it i'ma stop and watch you lose and get defeated
presented by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube. You know, when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.